the Mike and Marty from the Berg. And it's that time of the year, Mike. The week of Christmas. Happy holidays. It is the Christmas extravaganza show on Mike and Marty. All Christmas, the entire entire episode. This is the only show of the week because we are celebrating Christmas, Mike. And there's no way to start Christmas than with All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Mike and I are going to go over our favorite Christmas songs, as well as top five movies. We're also going to uh, preview the NBA games on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, hot slate there, that's a hot slate. And we're also going to do a little fun draft of, going to pick six players, starting five in a uh, six man, and we're going to do a, out of Christmas characters. Sir. It's gonna be a good show, baby! Hell of a show! Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Well, now it's time. Me and Mike, we're gonna name our top five Christmas songs. Mike, I love Christmas music. Christmas music is just a beautiful thing. Listening in the car, looking at the lights when it's dark out. There's just nothing better. If the radio's playing Christmas music, there's a smile on your face. It, there's always a smile there's on your face. There's nothing else. Um, and I guess the people who don't like Christmas music just hate happiness. Yeah, they're... Yeah. Something happened to them as a child, a little... A little post-traumatic stress it disorder. Has to be, that's, it has that's, to be. That's what's got it. So we're going to start with our honorable mentions, and then we're going to go from five to one. Five to one. We're going to end with our favorite songs. Okay, my honorable mentions. Sadly, this didn't make my list or Mike's list. Feliz Navidad. I'm sorry. I. It was really close. That was the closest one. And then I also got Santa Baby by Ariana Grande. Run Rudolph Run by Chuck Berry. Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson Five. Uh... Jackson 5, one of the best Christmas albums, Mike. Yes. They are so good. They're so cheery. They're so cheery. Uh, Frosty the Snowman uh, by the Ronettes. That's only that's the only good Frosty the Snowman song. Uh, Underneath the Tree, Kelly Clarkson. Underrated song. Go give that one a listen. That one's a banger. Um, if you listen to our intro, All I Want for Christmas is You. Me and Mike don't have that on our list. It's too mainstream, but we had to start off the show with it. And then uh, Christmas by Darling Love. That one is also a banger. You got to go listen to that one. All right, Marty, that, that, that's some solid honorable I had a lot of, I love Christmas music so much. Honorable, like, Feliz Navidad having it off my list really hurt me, because that is just, you dance to that song. It's a little, it's a little overplayed. I see why you didn't put it on Yeah, there. it's, it's mainstream, but that's like a song. It's so, it's, it's gotta be in every Christmas place, Eve, so. you get up, you dance, you're going crazy. Feliz Navidad. Do, 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 do. Oh, it's Feliz so good. Navidad. So yeah, good. that, but it had that brings be, back childhood memories. It had to be left off. All right, well, my honorable mention, I only got three, but uh, we got Winter Wonderland. By Tony Bennett, Tony, Tony Bennett, Bennett's right. version. Yeah. Uh, Perry Como, he does a solid job, but you know he's I like a little the, old. I like the Tony school. Bennett version better. Yeah, he spice it up with a little yeah. New York, New York. He in does, there. he does. Got little drummer boy, the Rock Edition by Bob Seger. Ooh, ooh, oh yeah, ooh, that's kinda, a good one. Kind of, kind of gets, gets you pumped up a little bit. Yeah, gets, gets you ready to roll, ready to roll. And then uh, I got Blue Christmas by Dean Martin. That's a good one. It is Elvis. I mean, Elvis killed it. Obviously, he's Elvis Presley, but. There's something Dean, about Dean. There is. Dean's the one, he, he did a Baby It's Cold Outside, mm-hmm. which for some reason is kind of a 
touchy topic, but I don't think it's that bad of a yeah, song. Yeah, well, I don't know why. They try to make it con- tr- controversial. It's not a controversial no, song. No, just let it happen. He's, he's just, you know, trying. he's inviting the nice lady in. He's not trying Dude, to do it's anything. It's cold outside. Yeah. I really must stay or yeah. leave. She, Whatever it is. She wants to stay. She does. She, she wants to herself. I don't think Dean Martin's that kind of guy. No, he's, no. He, he takes care of the people. Okay, we're starting off. My number five. What's the bottom of your list, Martha? Number five, barely beat out Feliz Navidad, and it's a shame because this is a great song. What Christmas Means to Me by Stevie Wonder. This song just gets you to jump up and dance, baby. It's just great. You love Steve. Stevie's music's amazing. I've never heard of this. You haven't heard the song. We're we'll loving it. It's a mistletoe. That's my number five. Stevie kills it. Stevie does kill it. Stevie finishes every episode of ours with a little happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Stevie Wonder is one of our favorites. What's your number five, Mike? My number five is Joe and Mary by Brian Adams. He released it late in 2019, a little single. I just love the upbeatness. Gets you hyped up. I haven't heard this one, Mike. It fires me up. I can see myself in the shower, you know, you know, Christmas Eve, ready to sip on some eggnog, wiping my armpits with some, uh, with some soap in the shower. Woo! I like this. It's fun. Little sleigh bells in the background. With a little guitar. Oh yeah, it's not. I love, I love the Christmas rock songs. Christmas rock is good. It is. I have to admit, Micah, oh, and there was that Chuck Berry reference in the end. Big Chuck Berry guy. My number four. I also like uh, uh, this song. You gotta go with the oldies sometimes. Burl Ives, one of the best when it comes to Christmas music. A Holly Jolly Christmas is mine. I mean, this is classic Christmas. This is. This had to be in one of our top fives. This is always playing at the mall when you're when you're Christmas shopping. It's fantastic. Sadly, this was not playing at the Ross Park Mall when I was shopping. Probably wouldn't have been a grinding my gears if this was playing. Would have spiced up your mood a little bit. Uh, Michael Bublé also does a very good version of this song, but I like the Burl Ives better. Yeah, I like the classic. Sometimes they, sometimes these new guys can do it better than the oldies, but not this sometimes one. you gotta stick not to the this classics. One. This is Burl Ives. The snowman from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's this guy. You didn't, I did not know that. You didn't know that? That's awesome. Yeah, Burl Ives plays the snowman. Favorite character. My favorite character in the movie. Have a jolly Christmas. And in case Golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year. All right, Marty. Well, my number four is A Cold December Night by Michael Bublé, 2011. It was an original. It was, he, he released it first. Let's give it a listen. I gotta find it. Hang on. Well, 
Let me tell the let me tell the folks why I love it. it. Just gives you that warm family feeling where you snuggle up with your lover on a, on a cold night. Hang on, sorry. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> a cold December night. Oh, it's just cold December night. There's no A in it, Mike. That's oh, the four. The four looks like an A. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Happy vibe. I'm happy we got a Michael Bublé song in. Yes, because he is and an original one of that. He's a. One I do like covers. the original. I just smile when I hear this song. This is a nice smile song. There's not sitting by the camp, the, the little the, the the chimney, the fire, a little hot cocoa, a little hot cocoa, and you listen to a little Michael Bublé oh, yes. on, on the drumming your mini marshmallows. Oh, it's beautiful. Curl up on the couch. Bublé is probably a top five, top five Christmas music singer. I agree. Like I think he's the best new age Christmas singer. Yes, yes, of our generation. I mean his or his voice his voice is velvet. Yes, it's, it's so soft. Harmonize. Yeah, I agree. That's a great one. Well, this song I'm about to sing, Bing Crosby. It's from uh, my favorite movie. I'm not going to spoil my favorite movie, Christmas movie. Mele Kamiki Maka. Bing Crosby, if you know what movie it's from... That's not English. <laughs> it's Hawaiian. Oh. Have you heard this one, Mike? No. What? You let haven't me, seen my favorite... It. Let me get into you it. You haven't seen my favorite movie, though. Melikilikimaka is a thing to say Maybe I haven't. On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send from the land where palm trees this is from my favorite movie. This song brings a smile to my face, and I think Bing Crosby is the greatest Christmas song singer of all time. He's the OG. Yes, he can he can he can give that twang to it. That little, that little twang. He is the OG. He is the OG Christmas song guy. I love it. I love it. Here's voice, you get a little holiday spirit to you. But yeah, that's number three. It's it it could have been number one, but I wanted to switch it up. It used to be my number one, but listening to Christmas a lot of Christmas songs this year, <laughs> it got bumped down. So what's your number three, Mike? My number three is Jingle Bells. I mean, it's a classic, whatever. But it's Frank Sinatra. He just has a little something to it that brings me in the mood. I mean, again, Frank had to be on one of our lists. He did, yes. Yes. J-I-N-G. Oh my. Why is this not on my list? Oh my gosh, I wasn't thinking. J-I-N-G-L-E bells. He just adds his own little Frank to everything. The mama me. He's one of the best singers of all time. Oh yes. 100%. He's beautiful. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the 
reason I like it so much is the normal jingle bells. It just sounds a little childish, you know. You like to listen to it as a kid. But this just gives you a little. I don't know. It's, it's Christmas for adults almost. It's the jingle bells for, for classy Christmas. It's like a Michael Scott classy Christmas. Yes, it's classy Christmas. Give me a glass of wine. Maybe a little prosciutto. That good eggnog. Nice strong eggnog. Oh yeah. Beautiful choice, Mike. That might have been the choice. Like I know that's not your number one song, but that's a that's number three for you. That's number three. Oh, such a good song. It is. So my number two. Christmas Canon Rock. By the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Ooh. I had to put an orchestra in. They are the best orchestra, hands down, because it's really the only orchestra I know. That's awesome. Uh, but people know Christmas Canon. No, this is Christmas Canon Rock. The still popular but not as well known. Oh, yeah, I love your list. You're this one gives a little. This one gives a little flair. Like everyone knows this part. Cause it's in the, uh, the regular Christmas camp. The rock flare. That's yeah. what I love about Christmas music, though. I they love the rock flare. flare. Yeah. I have to do some skipping after the intro because the end is amazing. <laughs> like it fires me up. It's like I'm going in the battle for Christmas. <laughs> the team on his back. Starts nice and slow. Yeah. You hear that electric guitar in there? Oh, it's beautiful. Is that what that is? Yep. Oh, yeah. Skip it to the end a little bit. When they start singing. If this doesn't get you fired up for the holidays, nothing will. Nothing this will. This is beautiful. This song brings the house down. Yeah. It brings a tear to your eye. Oh my. It's so strong and beautiful. You're getting goosebumps as we speak, Martha. It gives you goosebumps. I'm so excited. This is the most Christmassy I've felt all year. With Corona, I haven't felt much Christmas spirit. Right now, I that's just, why I just we're got here. That's me. why we're here. Uh, we gotta bring Christmas to our fans. It's really? not a normal Christmas. You can't see all your family. You can't have the big gatherings. Well, we're gonna bring Christmas to you for the 45 to an hour that we have with you. I know a lot of people. They're lonely around this time of year. They just lost a loved one. This that. We we want to bring some joy to you guys. We, we do. We love we do. you. We love you. Marty, you make me heartfelt right now. You just got me in my feelings for a second. That song was beautiful. That's a banger. That song was beautiful. It was so close to number one, but my number one song, it's just classic, like, Christmas, yeah. you know? So, but that one almost took the number one spot for me. Okay, Mike, 
you're up. What's your number two? <laughs> my number two is the Beach Boys. Oh, we're going to get a little Nick. lighthearted now. We were serious there. Now we're yeah, no. Back to the cheery, upbeat, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Another great pick, Mike. It was one of my honorable mentions. So I oh, love okay. this song. It keeps me happy. Merry Christmas. It doesn't feel too Christmassy, but it's the Beach Boys. It's, they bring the spirits you need. And they cheer you up. It's Christmas in Florida. It is Christmas, and I have a I have a Glenny Balls. Uh, what are they called? The, the Hawaiian shirt on right now. What do they call that? It's just his Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirts. shirts. I, I have one of those on right now. That's that's where I am. That's all the Beach Boys wear. In December. God, it's beautiful. My number one. My number one Christmas <laughs> song. I have to admit, this song is a lot to live up to because of the Christmas canon rock, but this one's really good. Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the live version by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, my God. Bruce. Brucey. By Brucey. He kills it. I haven't heard the live one, I don't believe. It's like the only one they play. He like talks to the crowd. He gets everyone hyped up. He's like, he's like, who's all been nice? You guys know what time it is. What time? What time is it, Marty? What time is it? It's Christmas time, Mike. Oh, Christmas time! You guys all, you guys all been good and practicing real hard. You've all been good. Just a shout out to his sax player, Clarence. I love it. It's not many because not a lot of people raise their hands in the crowd. I love it. He plays with the crowd. is so raspy and I love it. It takes control of the crowd. It really does. Best version of this song. Best oh, yeah. version. I love it. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. You better be good for goodness sake. Oh, pick it up now. Pick it up. 
list after this uh, episode because we need to throw these in my playlist. <laughs> <No. laughs> okay, Mike. What's Mike Breen's number one? Alright, well my number one, you guys know me. I'm a little I'm a little goofy. I don't know. I'm, I love this song though. It's just, it's goofy. It's Dominic the Donkey. The Italian Christmas Donkey. The Italian Christmas Donkey. By Lou Monty. Lou Monty. For all of our Italian listeners, this hey, is your song. Hey, hey, hey Vinny, hey. You hear yeah. this? Dominic the Donkey. The hee-haw gets me. The hee-haw gets some hate, but I love the hee-haw. Rico Bosco loves this song. Really? He said uh, when he's at a bar and it's around Christmas time, there's nothing better than hearing Dominic the donkey and go hee-haw, hee-haw into someone's face when you're drunk. What, do you know the you know the origin behind this? What's the, the origin? The New Yorkers, the New York Italians had a little hate, you know, back in the day. They hated the Americans hated them a little bit. So this gave them a little little underdog story, because when Rudolph couldn't get up the steep hills of Italy, they called Don- Dominic the Donkey in. Don- Dominic the Donkey's just a tank. He's he a unit. The country of Italy on his back. La, 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 I might have to draft Dominic the Donkey oh. for my starting five. Oh, that's... I know he doesn't have a movie, but we'll allow that. No, but he's got he's got the great. He's got what it takes. He's got the, the great. Maybe not a starter, but he could be a six man. Six man of the year. Glue guy. The glue guy. <laughs> Dominic the donkey's the glue guy. This just cheers me up. This song. Like I just skip around and dance around when I hear it. to our Christmas songs, guys. Ho, ho, ho. Now it's time to give our top five movies. Christmas movies. Cinematic. I love Christmas movies, Mike. A lot of people don't like Christmas movies because it's like the same old, same old, but... You can only I, watch them once a year. Yeah, I mean, you're watching a Christmas movie in July, you might have a little bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah. You I mean, you might have to be committed if you watch a Christmas movie in July. Oh, you might have a little reverse Grinch action going on there. Yeah, there's there's something weird going on there. But uh, we're going to start with our honorable mentions. Um... These ones barely didn't make my list. I love all these movies on my mentions. Frosty the Snowman. It's a half-hour movie. It's one of the greatest half-hour <laughs> movies ever. It's beautiful. I mean, Frosty the Snowman is one of the greatest characters. And then I got Charlie Brown Christmas, another great half-hour movie. You gotta love Chuck. Chuck getting the little... little tr- Him and Linus going out and getting the little crummy little tree. And it's just... 
That's the spirit of Christmas. Charlie Brown holiday episodes were always just nice and oh heartwarming. It's just, it's it brings the spirit. It does. Um, I also have, uh, I love the Christmas Carol story. My favorite version of it, because there's so many. The Muppet, a Christmas Carol, because I love the Muppets. Um, Kermit the Frog, as uh, Bob Cratchit, uh, Scrooge's assistant. Scrooge is played by an actual human in it. I mean, I just love like him seeing the ghosts and realizing that Christmas is important. And it's important to be nice to people. And Tiny Tim, that's cool. And it's the Muppets. It's the freaking Muppets. <laughs> it's the freaking Muppets, man. Gonzo, the freaking the blue guy with the beaks, the Charles Dickens. So. <laughs> um, Eight Crazy Nights, that is the Adam Sandler Christmas slash Jewish movie. I think it's funny. It's hilarious. Um, it's on Netflix. Go give it a watch. Um, you're welcome, Adam Sandler, for that plug. Um, <laughs> then I got Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton, he's the bad Santa. He's got the fat little kid as his, like, son that you didn't know he had. The the black midget as the elf. I mean, it is it is a laugh out loud, pretty raunchy, hilarious Christmas movie. Um, not a family movie. Don't watch not it with family. your family. Um, and then, Mike, what's your, you only had one honorable mention. It was on my list, too. Oh, yeah, I have two. Elf and Home Alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, Elf is on my list. But, yeah, I mean, Home Alone. Home Alone's one of those top uh, Christmas movies, but, like, it's overdone. It it's is. so good. I mean, McCa- the McAllister kid, he's great. That's one I have to watch every two years because I know what's going to happen. Have you ever seen Shit's Creek? I have not. Okay, well, if, for you guys who watch Shit's Creek, the mom in Home Alone is the same a person who plays the mom in Shit's Creek, so there you go. I have a question Car- for you. Carolina O'Hare, what? Have you seen all four Home Alones? I've seen the first two. The first two are all the only. Yeah, no, the first two ruined. I heard the other two are awful. They switched all the characters and maybe maybe kept all the the actors are different. I think they kept Joe Pesci maybe. Or no, I think they kept Marv, the tall, lanky, goofy one. Marv. Yeah, like that's the only one they kept. Yeah, no, the first two are the only good ones. Donald Trump's in the second one. He is. Yeah, he helps. Doesn't he point? uh, (laughs) He tells him where to go. Points McConnell. What's his name? His way in the hotel. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, we're gonna start. Mike, five to you, one or one to five? Uh, five to one, like we did last time. You want to start, Mike, with uh, five? Yeah, I'll start. All right, so my number five is the 1964 original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The Claymation. The Claymation. That's a great one. It's just, it's something you watch when you're a little kid, and it just never leaves you. It stays with you because it's just so, there's so many small, like, meaningful parts in there, which is, it's just nice. Overcoming bullying, you know, getting away from the snowman, the big, bad, abominable snowman. <laughs> Uh, getting helped by friends, the uh, the elf that wants to be a dentist. Oh yes, the dental elf. And what's his name? Yukon <laughs> Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon, he licks his his. his <laughs> he licks <whatever>. the pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, those kids were so mean. The other reindeer were so mean to Rudolph in the beginning. And, and then he becomes the big man on campus. And then Santa realizes you have what it takes with that bright shiny headlight on your nose to get me through <laughs> these clouds. Headlight up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's like I mean, an airplane. It is. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, my number five, uh, not as well known, a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. If you've seen the other Harold and Kumar movies, uh, Goes to White Castle and uh, Escapes from Guantanamo Bay, um, <laughs> you'll understand what I'm talking about. This one is hilarious. It's two friends, Harold and Kumar. This is the third installment of their three movies, and they're like more adults, and they kind of grown apart. And Santa Claus ends up bringing them together. And, you know, they get back and they become good friends again. Um, and they they shoot uh, Santa in the dome with a shotgun by accident. <laughs> so if you want to watch that, uh, I, I recommend uh, giving it a watch. It's on Hulu. Um, 
What's your number four, Mike? My number four is uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Never seen that one. Uh, the black and white or the colored version? Black and white. Yeah, you gotta go with the black and white. It's depressing. It's sad to start. But at the end, they show George. So if you don't know what it's about, do you know what it's about? I, I know a little bit, yeah. All right, so the George guy. He's got a lot of problems with work and his family and all this stuff. He's about to jump off a bridge. This angel comes in and he's like, he's like how's it going, George? He's like, I want to show you what life would be like without you. Oh, the town was a mess without George if he never did what he did. So then blah, 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 this, that. They get George all happy again. And he loves Christmas and he loves his family and well, everything's well in the what's kingdom. What's the line at the end that the little girl says? Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his, his wings. wings. And the angel got his wings. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Because he that, wasn't an angel. The angel yeah. that helped George. I forgot about yeah, that. The yeah. angel that helped George be Had happy it. again. Got his wings and went the... Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, that's... that's. Imagine, life was so simple back then in it the was. 60s. It was. it was. It was so simple. Now we got the 21st century. We got the Rona. We got all that stuff. I'm like... We just need to go back to simpler times sometimes. And that's what we're trying to do on this show. I think we should take the color out of our phones and out of television again. Just out of life. No more Hashtag color. make America black and white again. <laughs> no gray. No, no gray, gray area. Oh, yeah, yeah, no gray areas. Um, I like that one, Mike. Uh, my fourth one, me, uh, Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Oh. I think that's the greatest rendition of Santa, Santa Claus in movies. I love how Tim Allen has, puts on the jacket when Santa falls from his roof. And comes Santa. And of course, like any other, like, when the, there's a prominent male role who's a father, he's a workaholic, or he doesn't, like, hang out with his kids, and it's that story of getting back connected with his kids. But it's a funny twist, because he ends up, he slowly turns into Santa Claus <laughs> as the movie goes on. Oh, the suit morphs him into him. Yes, this, he starts oh, okay. getting fat, I remember that now. and he has no idea what's going on. <laughs> and, like, when he's at his kid's soccer game, and, like, people think he's, like, a weird, like... The, the mom and the the step the stepdad sucks the, of the mom who I mean he stinks and they don't want him to see the kid anymore because he's turning into Santa and there's my favorite scene is when he's at his son's soccer game and he's like fat he looks like Santa with a beard and fat he's trying to shave he can't it just grows back instantly I remember that too yeah yeah he's just sitting on the bench watching his kid play soccer he's the hat on he's a red jacket on and kids are just lining up to sit in his lap <laughs> like it's like a week before it's like it's like Soccer season's and in the middle no of the spring. And he has no idea what's going on? No, he knows he's turning into Santa. But I mean, he's conf- he's, he doesn't want these kids to sit on his lap. No, he doesn't. So it's kind of funny. Oh, that's funny. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I like that one. It's, you know, it all works out in the end. He becomes a new Santa Claus. Yeah, there's a, t- there's a second one, which is not bad. And there's a third one that stinks. But like, the second one isn't as good as... Like, it's the first one, and then it just gets worse from there. Did he get arrested in that or something? He did get arrested. He he was on the lam because he took his kid on the sled. Okay. And the cops were after him, and then he got arrested and busted out by the elves. Oh, the elves busted him out. And I the elves, think of the that. elves are all like kids, like they're all kids. It's kind of funny. I gotta get back to that series. Yeah, it's on a Disney Plus. Okay. If wants to know, I'm just gonna give you where I can wa- you can watch these movies. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do for you guys. Yeah, we, um, we want you to enjoy the holidays. Third movie, Mike. My third movie is Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. I can't believe I left this one off of honorable mentions. This one. This is the greatest, I think, Nickelodeon slash Disney movie ever. It, it, it's awesome. I mean, I haven't watched Drake and Josh in years, but I actually rewatched this last night, and it's it's awesome. It it takes the TV show effect away from it and kind of gives it more of a movie effect, the way they do the recording and everything. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but it's awesome. It gets, like, sad, too. It does get sad. Because um, Drake Bell, he's he's this good-looking guy. He's a singer, you know. And then he's got a stepbrother, Josh, and he's, Josh is like us. He's just a goof. A, yeah. a goon. He's, he's, a, he's ugly. He's... It's kind of fun, but uh, this girl comes up, or Santa gets the, I'm sorry, Drake gets to wear the Santa suit at the mall the one 
like the one weekend or whatever. And uh, this little girl sits on his lap and she's like, promise me I want, you'll have the best Christmas ever. And he's she's like, an orphan. Yeah, she, yeah. And, then, and then later he finds out she's an orphan. And by my family getting the best Christmas ever, she meant her, her, uh, her foster kids, her, her foster, foster siblings. Family, yeah. Yes. And then this cop starts messing, messing with them. This cop comes in and he's kind of like, he's got kind of a Grinch vibe. And something happened to him when he was little. You want to know what happened to him when he was little? Uh, I forget, but I feel like I forget that. I know it's funny. He always wanted a monkey. And he never got the monkey. No, he, no, he, he got, got the, the monkey. monkey. He got the monkey. He snuck down in the middle of the night. <laughs> he opened the cage. And the monkey was smiley when he was in the cage. But the monkey went, went berserk. He, he was a chimp. I think it was a chimp. It was a chimp, yeah. And he got out of the cage. He peed on him. <laughs> he started throwing stuff. and then I remember that. Then he yeah. ran away. But then Drake and Jaw, and then he keeps messing with them. And he ruined, and he told the kids about the vote, because the there's a lot that went on. The there's kids, a lot in the movie. Uh, I'm pretty sure most of our uh, people who watch this have seen the movie. Oh, okay. Well, um, then I'll stop giving a summary. But, I think, but my uh, favorite part is when they give, they go online and go to, like, FriendlyChimpanzee.com or something, and they buy this cop a monkey and put it in his office and surprise It was, him. like, certi- certified. Yeah, certified friendliness. And and, uh, yeah, and uh, I think my favorite part of that movie, because I have seen that movie, uh, when Kimbo Slice comes through the chimney... <laughs> he has a wedge. Rest, hey, R.I.P. Kimbo Slice. Dude, oh, oh my gosh, that was Bludge. hilarious. That was uh, Josh's uh, cellmate when he when they got arrested at the beginning. Yeah, and, it, and, and uh, Helen started dating Kimbo Slice at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, uh, that might have been the first Black Santa. Yes, I think it was. <laughs> that was funny. Um, so, yeah, that's a good one, Mike. My number three is Elf. Elf, if you are an elf hater, get out of here. I know it's overplayed. I'm shutting my mouth. I mean, I know. It was on your honorable mention. Thank you for giving me that. Will Ferrell's hilarious in it. I mean, he's Buddy the Elf. He's Buddy the Elf. All he does is eat sugar. He doesn't know anything about the real world. I love the beginning when it's half claymation and it's Will Ferrell walking through the and the narwhal says, Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. I mean, come on. That is comedy gold. When he, uh, when he tells... Uh, his dad's boss, uh, uh, who's played by Peter Dinklage, uh, is a midget or an elf. Calls him an elf, and he comes on the table and drop kicks him and starts beating him up. The mailroom scene when he's in the mailroom. Oh, when he's dancing and, and getting he, everyone dancing. And, and uh, he has his coffee, and the mailroom guy next to him gives him some like uh, bourbon to put in the coffee. He's like, "Ooh, this is good." Like, and Buddy gets just absolutely obliterated. It's just an all-around happy start, movie. Did he start breakdancing on the table? He and did stuff? start breakdancing. Yeah. I mean, that's just an all-around happy movie. That's I had to put I like it on when my list. He starts list. throwing the snowballs at the kids who were trying to bully him. Absolutely, and he's got tank. the rapid fire Absolute cannon. Unit. <laughs> he is a unit. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's a movie that makes me happy. It is. It's a. It's a. It's the Christmas. I watch movie. it. That's a movie. There's only two movies my family watches every year for Christmas. It's Elf and then my number one. We'll get there. I might dare to say that Elf is the universally accepted the Christmas movie. What do you what do you think about that? Um, I think everybody in the world has seen the Elf, or the movie Elf. I think so. Yeah, it's one of those things. Maybe not China. I don't know. I don't think they're oh, big yeah, Christmas yeah. people, but yeah. uh, uh, in the country, in the U.S. I just, yeah. I just feel like I, everyone I knows about the Elf. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, Mike. What's your number two? My we're, number we're two. We're getting up there. My number two is Daddy's Home Two. Daddy's Home Two. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Second one is awesome. It, so at the end of the first one, they have um, Dusty, who's Marky Mark. And then they have um, Brad, who's Will Ferrell. They finally get, they finally like, they're friendly because they're they're finally friends, yeah. Yeah, they're finally friends. And then John Cena drives up, and then that's kind of how they preface the second one. And the second one, um, 
you know, all the, the families are getting along. They're, they're getting they, together for Christmas, right? Yeah, they yeah. get together for Christmas. They go to this cabin. And then all this stuff happens. Every, um, Marky Mark spoils the fact that Brad's dad has been divorced. And Brad kind of, he's kind of like, Will Ferrell's kind of the same as he is in The Elf. Yeah. He doesn't um doesn't know what goes on in the real world. He's kind of a nerdy guy. Yeah. yeah. And um all this stuff happens. There's not a lot of love. Marky Mark and his dad not Marky Mark, what's Mark his name Wahlberg. in the movie? His name in the movie. I Dusty. Would, yeah, Dusty. Dusty and his dad, they're both kind of tough tough guys. They're they're H- never really hard out of their shell. Yeah, they're never really touchy feely. But at the end, um what's his name? Who Mel Gibson. That's who plays Mark Wahlberg's dad. Yeah. He finally breaks down and just gives him a peck on the lips and goes, I love you. <laughs> it was awesome. It, Wait, was, it was heartwarming. What is John, what's John Cena's role in the movie? John Cena's role, he is the father of Mark Wahlberg's actual kids. Or of, oh. Ma- of Mark Wahlberg's stepkids. Oh. So there's just a lot of... There's a lot of, yeah. There's a lot of red tape. Yes, there is. That's why I didn't Is John Cena funny in that movie? Well, he's he's not funny in, because like he tries to play this tough guy the whole time. Yeah. But at the end, when he starts singing along with the Chris, uh, in the movie theater where all these, where they got snowed in, and there was like hundreds of people in there, when they finally got him to sing a, a hymn, oh, it was it was heartwarming. That's but cool. it was hilarious because he can't funny. sing for nothing. That's good. Okay, my uh, second movie, uh, not as recent as Mike. That's a new one. When did that one come out? Twenty seventeen. Yeah, mine's not as new. Jingle all the way. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> gets in the chopper. Ugh. <laughs> We all know Arnold from the Terminator, from the Expendables, but he is Howie Langston in Jingle All the Way. Dad, workaholic dad who has zero time for his kids and zero acting ability. He has his son who also has no acting ability, but like it, I love this movie. It's heartwarming. He's trying to get Turbo Man. That's his goal. Turbo Man, it's an action figure that he calls a doll the entire movie for his kid for Christmas, and it's the hottest toy, so he can't find it, so he has to go all around town. To get Turbo Man. And uh, I don't want to spoil too much of the movie, but in the end, he ends up dressing up as Turbo Man by accident in like a chase. Because he's always running from the cops, or he's running from... Because he, he's just what, running from the cops, or he's like running from people who are trying to get a Turbo Man. Um, and he ends up dressing up as Turbo Man in the parade. On it's accident. A, on accident, and ends up getting a Turbo Man and giving it to his kid, saving his kid, saving the day. And um, he looks like Turbo Man, so that's the double whammy. Yo, because, yeah, Arnold's jacked in it. It's like dressing up as Snowman, or as Santa almost for the kids. Yeah, pretty much. Turbo Man was the Santa of the of, uh, I have to Jingle watch All the Way. It's a good one. And there's also a, uh, uh, there's also an annoying, like, neighbor who's like a bachelor who's trying to get with his wife, too. With Arnold's wife? Yeah. Oh, big mistake. Yeah, big mistake. Can you spoil how that ends? Oh, uh, for the neighbor? Ar- are you kidding me? Arnold's dressed up as Turbo Man. Of course his <laughs> wife stayed with him. Come on. The neighbor got eggnog to the face. Okay. I mean, yeah. Um, That's kind of... Th- so Arnold went easy on him. Oh, no. That was the wife that did that to him. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Good, good. That's but uh, also, uh, Arnold's kid, that actor, Jake Lloyd, he played Anakin Skywalker in The Phantom Menace. Ooh. Have you seen that one? Mike? I have not. Um, but I know who Anakin Skywalker Yeah, is. that, that uh, The Phantom Menace, uh, it was the young version in... Uh, that kind of ended his acting career because he was so bad in that movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, right now he's uh, he's not doing too well. But um, it's one of my favorite ma- movies, Jingle All the Way. I just love because Arnold's acting. Between Arnold and the kid, they're acting so bad, but such a funny, heartwarming movie. And it's Arnold Schwarzenegger with that accent. Oh. Get in the chopper! <laughs> Does he play a good, like, 
like Christmas father in that? Actually, he did. He does. It's because he, he he's he just he's just a screw up in it. He's like <laughs> he acts like a screw up and he's like not a good dad and, and he's he trying to get it right. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It's happy. Um, he fights a mailman. He fights like a hundred Santas in it. <laughs> Dude, it is it is hilarious. Hordes of Santas but coming the, at him because he goes to like an underground like toy uh underground toy like building place where like they're selling like cheap knockoffs who are high prices to people who are late on their Christmas gifts. And he's like, give me my $300 back because they gave him like a Spanish turbo, man. Like, and it fell apart instantly. <laughs> it, it like, it like, it like, come on, stop turbo, man. It was hilarious. And, uh, and he's like, give me my money back. Give me my money back. <laughs> give me the money back. He's like, and, and so he ends up fighting all the Santas, and he, there's this giant Santa that comes in. And he has to fight. It is hilarious. Oh, that's awesome! It's a good. It's the best scene in the movie. It's my favorite scene. That's good. Um, all right, so my my number top one, movie, number my one. number one movie. You know, I'm, I hate to do this to you, Marty, because you've told you told me last week that this this, this movie my, scarred you as a child. This movie scarred me as a kid. But I love Jim Carrey too much. My number one is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Jim Carrey version. Jim Carrey version. That gave me the willies as a kid. I, mean, I I've never seen that movie entirely. I just have nightmares. It, I had nightmares. I, as I a could kid. see how as a as a little Marty you could be, you could be a, a little ch- uh, what do they call a cherub a little cherub Martha getting rattled by this movie. Yes, I mean the Grinch. Jim Carrey just moves his face in such mannerisms that are scary, especially yeah. with that makeup on. It just it's 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 odd. It is very I mean, odd. I love Jim Carrey. I love his mannerisms. And, like, uh, have you seen uh, Ace Ventura when he's yes. the pet detective? pet detective? That is hilarious. Uh-huh. But, like, him dressed up as the Grinch. Because the Grinch is already pretty freaky. Yeah, he is. Um, But I, it's a it's, good. there's a good story behind it. It know? is a good story. Because I've seen the original uh, one with Dr. Seuss, and it's the cartoon version. I like that one. But See, I haven't seen that one. The, the Jim, you've never seen the original? Well, I mean, when I was younger, I, couldn't, oh, yeah. I can't recall. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. But yeah, the Jim Carrey one gave me the willies. It's on like, I'm not gonna watch it. I can't do well, it. I can't sit myself down and watch it. Maybe if I watch it with I, you, Mike, maybe I could do yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's what we'll have to do. I mean, because I'm just like, I it just brings back like childhood memories <laughs> of trauma. Like I don't like it. Well, you have to watch it again and see see the real meaning of it because the Grinch. Well, he, I know the meaning of the of the Grinch. He's like he's kind of misunderstood, but he's he's kind of an ass because he's trying to ruin. Well, Christmas no, he's an him. ass because the mayor of this town when he was a kid. The, the mayor is this, is this little fat chubby kid who's dating this one girl named Marsha, I believe her name is. Martha, maybe her name is. Not Jack Martha, Martha. Yeah. And um, so she likes little mini Grinch in the back of the classroom when they're in second grade or is something. He, uh, I guess it's it's like it's a, it's Dr. Seuss world, so everyone looks weird. Yeah, everyone's got these weird big dog nose kind of things going on. Like, that's weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the Grinch, uh, Grinch likes this little girl and the fat kid, like, Makes fun of the Grinch for having obviously green hair and everything, so the Grinch goes home, shaves his beard, and then he, he cuts his whole face up, and he, he can't doesn't know how to shave, and then he got made fun of the next day at school for that. So for the next thirty years, he lived in a cave because he, he hated the Who's down in Whoville. Then yeah, the one day, yeah. little what's her what was her name? Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou. She, she saves Grinch's spirits and. It's it's a happy movie. I, at the end, I think I need to watch it with you, Mike. I think I, we should watch it. On the list. We should watch it. Uh, it. Just I don't know. It scared me as a kid. Yeah, it is. Scary. And it's tough that like when something scares you as a child, you just it still kind of gives you the willies a little bit oh, as an yeah. adult. I yeah, um, for sure, especially Jim Carrey as the Grinch. I love Jim Carrey though. That's the thing. I love Dumb and Dumber. I love all of his movies. It's just that one kind of it just freaked me out as a kid. Uh-huh. Um, what's your go? What's your number one movie, Martha? This is by far my number one. Like. All my other movies I listed don't even come. They don't even touch it. 
No Christmas movie should ever touch this on anyone's list. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Clark Griswold, Uncle Eddie, Rusty. This movie is fan. This is this is a fantastic movie. This this movie has it all. Comedy. I mean, Chevy Chase, who plays Clark Griswold. It's so funny. It's the story of a dad trying to put on the perfect Christmas for his family. The in-laws, both parents of both sides, end up coming in. Uncle Eddie shows up out of nowhere on, in a rusty a Winnebago. I mean, it is a laugh-out-loud comedy movie. Watch this every year. This is a must-watch at least three times for me every year for Christmas. It is so good. Mike, have you ever seen it? I have not. Mike, you don't understand how great this movie is. This might be your number one if you... I, I've been told so many times to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I mean, I'm going up to Massachusetts next week. You're, you better watch. I'll watch it with the family up watch there. Watch the Christ, uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. And that's where... Uh, it's hilarious. That's right? where Mela Kamiki Maka comes in. It's hilarious. Oh, the I'll line. tell you that scene. So, Clark, he's waiting on his Christmas bonus. Um, so he can put in a pool. He already put the down payment on a pool for the family. That's like the big Christmas gift. Okay. Okay? Um, he's... Because... He, uh, uh, so he had to put the down payment on so they could start digging when the ground thaws. And uh, he's like up late on Christmas Eve and he's just looking out his window daydreaming. And you just hear Melikamiki Maka. And it's the, it's the pool because it's like, it's like a Hawaiian song. So it's like summer, it's the pool. And he, uh, it's the family and everyone. And then uh, it just is one lady and this lady this really hot lady he met at the uh this, he's a married man he, do, he doesn't he doesn't do anything sleazy but married man uh and he saw this really hot lady working at like the uh the lingerie like kiosk at like the mall and uh it's her and then you know takes off her bathing suit and you get teased you get teased but but it's just so funny because then like the bathing suit gets flung at the window and you see it, like <laughs> jolt back it's it's hilarious but yeah, that's my all-time favorite movie. Clark Griswold might be one of the greatest like dads, like characters ever, because he's he also has regular vacation. He has other movies, um, where he plays, uh, where Chevy Chase plays Clark Griswold. I just love it so much. I'm I'm getting pumped up. Like I might go home and watch it like <laughs> after this pod. I think you should. It's just so good. Um, so there we have it. Mar- Marty's number one movie. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacations and Mike's number one movie. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Jim Carrey. Yep, those are two quality movies. They are. Yeah. Loved by all. I don't think those movies get a lot of criticism. No, they don't. Like, a lot of people like those movies. No controversy in either, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Ho, ho, ho! So today is uh, Saturday, December 19th. We're recording this a little early, but we're going to give our picks and we're going to preview the Christmas Day NBA games. For all of you who watch the NBA, you know, as a kid, there's nothing better than waking up in the morning, opening up the gifts, and knowing we got basketball all day, NBA basketball. The stars are out. They wear the Christmas jerseys. It's festive. You hear Charles Barkley's voice while you're eating, like, leftovers from, leftover from Christmas dinner. It's, it's just a good day. Did you ever get into the Christmas shoes they wore, either? They were, were cool. I never bought any. Yeah. Actually, no. I bought my first pair, actually, of... Uh, crit like my like new pair of basketball shoes were like LeBron the red Christmas ones like the OGs. Oh yeah, with um LeBron tens. Yeah, those were awesome. Um, and that was only because I forgot my basketball those shoes on the way to a game. And we're like, shoot, we have to go get basketball shoes. And my dad went to like me. And my dad went to like one of these like really nice like 
basketball like shoe stores. Like each one had an individual glass case. Ooh. Like downtown by uh, Sacred Heart. Oh, okay. Um, like this was like, like one of those consignment shops. Yeah, yeah. We we bought the shoes. <laughs> that was pretty. Sweet. That was probably pretty penny too. For it just, was just for, just for a basketball game where you forgot. And your then sneakers. those were my basketball shoes all through my basketball career. So that oh, was fun. And that's why you were a bucket. It was a bucket. Those shoes made me better. I went for like six points that game. Added a three-inch vertical and plus two speed, huh? 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're starting off the slate of games is at noon. It is the Pelicans at the Heat. Marty, what's your pick for this game? Uh, I think the Heat win. I like the Heat. I like the Heat. Um, I just think Jimmy Butler's he plays big. I feel like he always plays big on Christmas. He's always on Christmas. First he's day-to-day right now. And we I week. think he'll we be back. Yeah. He'll be back. Jimmy Butler plays, uh, yeah, they're going to win. Mm-hmm. Bam. I, I love Zion. I love Brandon Ingram. I like what the Pelicans are doing, but I, I like the Heat. Mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have Heat minus five and a half also. I oh, agree. And oh, you're taking the points. I was just taking, I was just doing pick. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Well, oh, I, like I looked it. at spreads. I don't know. You know me. I got that gamble you mindset. Pick <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. But yeah, I got my Tyler Hero jersey on right now, and he's he's going to have a good Christmas day. I like it. Um, 2.30 game. That's Warriors-Bucks. Marty, what do you got? Clay Thompson's still out. That minus seven is atrocious to me. I love the plus seven for the Warriors. Plus seven. I mean, I think the Warriors are going to win outright. I think Steph Curry, he's looked great in the preseason. He's back. Yeah, he is He's back. back. I know Clay's going to be out. But Steph Curry's just a tank. and Sitting out last season must have ate him alive. Yeah, and I think the Bucks are going to struggle this year. It's, I, it's I, only Giannis. I don't think they're going to have a very good year. It's only Giannis. And I'm this going, is going to be the year where we see if Giannis has what it takes well, to Well, he be. signed that contract. I'm gonna go third. He's at <clears throat> the Bucks are gonna be third in the, in the East, but yeah, I like the Warriors on Christmas. Day. I got the Warriors plus seven. Steph Curry, another player that always plays good on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then we got a uh, Nets Celtics. That's gonna be a good one. We got um, yeah, the Nets have one. Kyrie and KD. I don't think they're gonna mesh well. I don't think they do mesh well when we saw them when we saw that last year a little bit. Yeah, yeah and I like what the Celtics are doing with their young core of Tatum, uh, Brown, and but then they have like a. An all-star veteran guy in Kemba Walker, mm-hmm. um, so I like them a lot in that game minus one. Oh no, uh, they're actually the underdogs. So yeah, they're plus, plus one. one. Yeah, I take the I take yeah. the Celtics at home. That's what I got too. We're, at the Garden. I think we're eye to eye so far on these, yeah. on these games. Yeah, so far, we'll go for five. We'll both go for five. Okay. I think we both know. I think we both have the same pick for this game. Mavs Lakers. Lakers are minus seven. LeBron, take a seat. It's the new era. <laughs> Give me uh, Luca. Give me Porzingis. Give me the Mavericks. Mark Cuban, if you're listening, let's go Mavs. Plus seven. I mean, I still respect LeBron and what he's doing. He's 36. He's about to. He's He's about to have another great season, which is history. Anthony Davis, best big man in the league. Mm -hmm. And and I don't think that with AD playing to the level AD plays at now, I don't think LeBron has that extra oomph that he normally likes to be the all star on the team because it's kind of like a LeBron's barely only a couple notches above AD. I don't, I don't think LeBron is that dominant, oh, it's on me. So the Lakers aren't going to be as good as they were last year, I don't think. And um, That's prime time. That's 8 o'clock on ABC. That that's is prime the, time. That's the big game. That is. But I got Mavs. What is it? Mavs plus seven. Yeah. Yeah. Then we go to the night game. Last game of the night. Christmas Day, 10.30 p.m. Kind of gets depressing around this time. You know, Christmas is ending. Clippers Nuggets. Clippers minus one. What do you think about that? Uh, this is, I think, the best game of the night. Too bad it's at 10.30 because mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch that. No, me neither. I'm going to be out. That eggnog is going to have me tapped. Yeah, I'm going to be tapped out by the time it gets to 10.30. Um, 
Whew, that's a tough one. Uh, it's tough doing picking games this early. Um, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Clippers because I feel like they're the ultimate regular season team. They are. I feel like they're a regular season team. I like them on the road on Christmas. Kawhi Leonard again, another guy who plays good on Christmas. I think Paul George will have a big game that game. PG's um, back. I think he, he struggled I, a lot he, last season in the I, playoffs. I think he's a regular season guy in the playoffs. I don't know. I think he just starts losing it in the tank a little bit. But I got Clippers uh, minus one. I'll take that. Take okay. the favorite. Oh, I'm gonna. This is where we part ways, Marty. That sounds good. I got Nuggets plus one. I just think Jamal Murray is too young and too good to. I, I don't know. I love these Nuggets. And then they got the Joker. They got the Joker, and they, they got some nice compliments in there. It's not Halloween though, Mike. It's Christmas. It is. It is Christmas. But I still go with the Joker. I still go with the bad guys. Okay. Nuggets plus one. Okay. Ho ho ho. So now we're gonna do a little Christmas uh, Christmas basketball team draft. We're gonna so we're gonna flip a coin, and then whoever's going whoever gets first pick is gonna obviously get first pick. And then it's gonna go first pick, and then the set, the next person gets two picks in a row, and then we'll go back and one, forth. One 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 it's, one. We're picking uh, Christmas characters from movies for yes. our team, and then you guys, the fans, the listeners, get to vote on Twitter who has the best team, whose team would beat who, and. Uh, I'm going to wipe the floor with Mike on no, this one. No, no, Mike only came prepared with six guys. And, <laughs> and those could... are the only six I need. Okay, it's a draft. We don't have depth. We don't have depth. What if I, we pick, don't need what depth. If I pick one of your guys? you got to come up with someone else. We'll start the floor with four. Okay, we're going <laughs> to flip the coin. Call it in the air, Mike. Heads. Heads it is. Heads. You want first pick or you want the second one? You get two in a row with the second one. I'll take second. Okay. My first overall pick. Now all of you are thinking Santa Claus. No, I'm not taking the big man. I'm taking someone who who looks just like Charles Barkley, one of the best of all time. Pitbull, this man, my big man, he's going to be my big man, my center, the rock of the team. I'm taking Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman with the number one pick. Absolute tank. He's a unit. I mean, he will body anyone in the paint, clear out space, and he'll set a hard pick. He's got no chance gonna with who I got re- coming. You're going to get real. He's got no chance with who I got you're gonna coming You're going to get real chilly if you uh, go through his <laughs> pick. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, so my two. I got Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf. Will Ferrell Tall. starting at power forward. You know you're not drafting Jackie Moon. You're drafting he, Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf. Who probably doesn't know the game. Oh, no, but he's got that cannon. He's got a little athleticism. He does have the cannon. So, we, I don't know. That sugar might give him a little sugar high before the game. He might be running around there like a madman. Playing defense, getting rebounds. Oh, he's ready to roll. Then I also got the Grinch at center. Oof, my worst nightmare. The Grinch. Oh, yeah. Worst, my worst he's nightmare. He's going to melt. He's going to melt that boy, Frosty the Snowman. He's going to oh, He's gonna put his nuts on his mouth. He's going to mm, He's gonna dunk on him. He's going to go crazy. The Grinch has to be about seven feet tall. His wingspan's probably eight foot. I mean, his hands can probably palm six footballs. He's a beast. Jim Carrey's Grinch, right? Jim Carrey's Grinch, okay. yes. Okay, okay. Okay. Going big man. Okay, I'm going to pick another big man then. Alright. I'm going to pick Bludge. Oh. I'm going to pick Bludge from the Drake and Josh Christmas movie. <laughs> if Mike didn't say that as his top, I wouldn't have said it. Bludge, Kimbo Slice, <laughs> this man, the Grinch. Dude, Kimbo Slice, Bludge. Bludge would eat the Grinch. Okay. He's going to eat but the Grinch. But you're leaving Will Ferrell open. You're leaving Will Ferrell open. That's then. what Frosty Snowman's for. Oh, okay. I got All the right. big boys. I got the big Hawking boys. 
I got a defensive line we'll at see. center and power forward. We'll see. I'm just saying. Have you seen the gut on that Grinch? I know Bludge has a little uh, girth to him, but... Dude, he's all muscle. Oh, that's he's a true. big boy. That is true. The, the Grinch. Grinch has no muscle. The Grinch is all glass. He's lengthy. <laughs> he's lengthy. He's He's furry. just got a gut. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take Yukon Cornelius as my oh, point shoot, guard. Dude, I wanted Yukon as the point guard. <laughs> as my point guard. Okay. He's okay. smart. He's got a brain. I mean, he when he um, when the abominable snowman was about to catch him and uh, him and the elf and Rudolph, he cut. He said, "Oh, I know the one." What he say? He's like, "Oh, I know the one thing abominable snowman can't get through." And he cut an iceberg off, and he and he kind of flowed out in the middle of the water, and the abominable snowman couldn't get in the he water. He showed some athleticism there. He did no. Quick he, thinking. He showed the brain. Yeah. He, Quick thinking. He's leader of this team. Yeah, leader. Okay. He's I a like weird it. guy, but he's the leader of the team. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um. I'm gonna pick my point guard next. Just keep uh, going tit for tat head with for Mike. Head, head to toe or head for whatever. I'm picking Davy Stone. Davy Stone, eight crazy nights. It's Adam Sandler's character, and we oh. all know Adam Sandler <laughs> is a baller. He is a bucket. So, and Davy Stone with his does. one shorts. Davy Stone, uh, he he's kind of got an attitude problem, but he becomes you know a good guy in the end. So that will come through on my team. Okay. And uh, he played basketball in uh, high school. So, okay. and you know. Davy Stone, he's my point guard. Dude, just real, he's gonna lead the team. real quick aside from this draft, I love Adam Sandler. He walks around with and one basketball shorts, just regular champion Target t-shirts. I love Adam Sandler he doesn't too. care. I want to meet him so bad. Yeah, me too. He's... Maybe we can get him on the pod. Yeah, Adam. Hey, yeah. Hey, Adam Sandler. <laughs> let's get it. Mike and Marty from the Berg. I know you like Pittsburgh. <laughs> All right, Marty, you ready for this one? Yep. I got Dusty, Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg as oh, my Mark shooting Wahlberg. forward. Dusty from, uh, okay. Yeah, Dusty from um, What, your small Daddy's forward home. or your shooting guard? Shooting guard. Shooting guard, okay, yes. okay. Can, can he play basketball? Can Dusty? Uh, he's not the most athletic, but he's, he's big. He's big as shit, and he can kick some ass. So, I mean, okay. maybe when the ref's not looking, he can, I don't know. Okay, okay. He, he was the one, he was up in the air when I picked him. I might switch him to six, man. No, no, never mind. He's on the team. I mean, it doesn't matter. Six man or he can—he's like a fringe guy. Yeah, he's the, he's the fringe guy. Okay, not very uh, convincing, Mike. I'm just saying. I wasn't high and mighty on him, but okay. I like the muscles. I like the guns he brings. Maybe okay. maybe box out Frosty and get some boards. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with uh, as the leader of my team and uh, my small forward. I'm gonna go with Clark Griswold. Actually, no, he'll be my sh- yeah. I'm gonna go with Clark Griswold. Clark Griswold, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He's my small forward. He'll be the leader of the team. He's got the most experience out of everyone so far, just living. <laughs> From Chicago, Bulls fan. Knows how Michael Jordan plays the game because he cool. watches him on TV in his house. Knows how to uh, – there's one scene in the movie where he's uh, doing his house Christmas lights. The man staples lights in the entire house. you got to be agile like a cat. He almost falls off his ladder, but he knows what he's doing. All right. I, he's, he's the team yeah. player. He always he puts his family before himself, so he's going to put the team before himself. That, he's going to be selfish. He's going to dominate Marky Mark. Selfless. Yeah, he would dominate. All right. I might have to go zone this game. I don't know. All right. My, my fifth pick, my last starter. <laughs> it's a fun one. Crazy Steve. Oh, crazy Steve from the Drake. Crazy Josh. Steve from Drake. He's a Josh. wild card. He's, he's a, wild. a wild card. You have no idea what he's thinking. He is going to be the ultimate defender. He's the Tasmanian devil out there. He's crazy. Yeah. And he's, he's lanky, too. 
Yeah, Clark Clark Griswold might have some problems with that. He's, he's going to get some steals out okay. there. Okay. If he doesn't foul out, he could foul out. He, he He's very vicious, very violent. Okay, I like it. I like it. So I need a, a shooting guard. Um, okay. I'm going to take someone who has some hops. Some hops. I'm going to take Bob Cratchit. But the Kermit the Frog version. I'm taking Kermit the Frog, Bob's Cratchit. That's, that's a damn good one. Guess what, Kermit? He's a frog. He has hops. When you have, when someone on, when the shooting guard on your team has hops, you got a problem. He's gonna be dunking all over Marky Mark. I don't know why you picked Marky Mark. Because Marky Mark, he, he's gonna body out, bludgeon the paint. He's gonna body. And again, out. Kermit the Kermit the Frog's Bob Cratchit, another selfless team guy. First, he always chose his family first in the movie. I got some heart of gold people on my team. Clark Griswold, Kermit the Frog. Those are my captains. All right, all right. Frosty, also heart of gold guy. We got a lot of heart of gold guys here. We do. All right. Okay. This is your sixth man. This could be your X Factor, Mike. You're going to you're gonna question this at first. You're going to be like, why are you picking him as your sixth man? And I'll tell you why. It's Marv from Home Alone. Or Merv, whatever. Marv, Merv. He's Merv. a tall guy, right? He's a tall guy. And he's stupid. And that's where he's going to become the team player. Because he listens to everything Joe Pesci tells him. He's coachable. He's going to get the job done. He's going to do what coach wants him to, what he needs to do for the team to win. Why do you he, pick Joe Pesci? Because Joe Pesci's too much of a me, me, me kind of guy. Oh, yeah, I like the team player that Marv is. The Marv's, hey, hey, Joe Pesci, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do to go rob this house? So he's also going to be like, hey, coach, what do you want me to do to go rob Marty's team from this Christmas Day championship? He's going to get it done. Okay. Well... <laughs> I got some big boys. I got Frosty and I got Bludge. Those guys can't play the whole game. So I'm going to go big man with my six man. And I'm picking, get in the chopper, Ugh. I'm picking Howard Langston, who is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger who plays Howard Langston and Jingle all the way. Father, trying to do better. Again, experience. He's a hard worker because he's a workaholic in the movie. He, does, he puts his life on the line to give his kid that gift. And that's the kind of attitude I want for this team. I want someone who will lay their life on the line for this team. Okay, that's so we have the same idea for our six man. Yeah, and he's also he's huge. Yeah, that's he. You think the Grinch can body up uh, Howard Langston, Arnold Schwarzenegger? I think he can barp in his face and throw that green toxic stuff at him and make him make him get out of the paint. <laughs> Maybe faint for a quarter or two. Okay, let's do a little little uh, review. Okay, I got point guard Davy Stone, who was pretty much just Adam Sandler. Um, I got uh. Kermit the Frog, Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit, Kermit the Frog version. Got hops. Uh, for my small forward and captain, Clark Griswold. Absolute team player. Dad of the year. Uh, power forward, Bludge. Kimbo Slice. Big body in the paint. He'll probably, he might shiv you. He's got that he wrestling. Might. And the ref won't see that. Yeah. And uh, my center's Frosty the Snowman. Charles Bar- he's pretty much Charles Barkley out there. He is Charles Barkley before Weight Watchers he's out there. He's gonna melt. Uh, don't don't hang on the frost. It's gonna be a cold gym. It is because it's, it's Christmas. Oh, Christmas. We'll turn it down to fifty for him. Yeah, we gotta have it down. And then my sixth man, just uh, just in case Frosty does melt or uh, Bludge gets kicked out of the game for too many personal fouls, I got uh, Howard Langston, who's Arnold Schwarzenegger, is my sixth man. All right, that's a solid team. But uh, I think Twitter's gonna take take my take my favor a little bit more. Uh, I don't think so. All right, so I got UConn Cornelius, a point guard. I love that pick. Team captain, team leader. He's, he's your he's your captain. Yeah. Okay. He, he's gonna use the brain. I mean, he's very socially weird, but I mean, he loves talking. He loves helping people out, and he's gonna he's gonna get the win for the team. He's okay. gonna find a way to get it done. 
Then I got Crazy Steve as my shooting guard. Ooh, that's 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 that could be the X factor. He's gonna be all over the court. That's a wild card. He's got the clamps. Yep. Then I got Marky Mark, which is Dusty from um, I'm sorry, from Daddy's Home Two. He's my shooting forward. Like I said, he's, he's kind of gonna be a role player out there. Kind of just gonna need to do what he has to, just be in the right spot, kind of guy. I got Will Farrell as Buddy from Elf as my power forward. He's gonna go. You know, I'll put him. I'll put him with um. He'll match up with Frosty, because I, I want my man, the Grinch, <laughs> on Bludge. Okay. Yeah, okay. so that, that's how we're going to do it. And then the Grinch, he's a seven-footer. And then who's your sixth man? My sixth man is uh, Murr from Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Two. He's, he's a good guy. He's a lead. He, he, he'll listen to the leaders. He's, yeah, he'll, he'll he's take a, team a seat. Player, yeah. He'll take you. the back seat. And... Right, well, so you guys get to vote on Twitter. Who's the better team? We'll, yeah, we'll put uh, the poll up. We'll put the poll up. We'll post a team so you guys remember. Uh, we'll see who wins. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. All right, guys. We're near the we're nearing the end of our show. It's time for me and Marty to give a little give a little gift to each other. A we're little gift exchange swap. gifts because Mike, I have loved doing this podcast with you. Um, this is episode six now. Yeah, episode six. We're moving along. Just got two or three weeks now. Yeah. So I mean, spending quality time with you, brother. I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. it, especially since you're quarantined. I'm the only one that gets to see. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck in the house for a while. So we got some gifts, Mike. Go ahead, you can show me your gifts. I'm going to give Marty the gifts first. I have, there's three in here. Oh my gosh, Mike, that's, you didn't have to do that. So this is a Steelers glove. A Steelers glove. From, I don't know who it was. You don't know I who. I don't remember when. Serious player. When I was in third grade. Third grade. John Lynch. Do you remember John Lynch from yeah. St. Alphonsus? Yeah. He took me to a Steelers game, and this really big, real big guy, he gave me his glove, and I have a selfie with him somewhere, but don't know who it is, and uh, you have more use for that thing than I do. It fits my hand perfectly, so he wasn't that big. Better than OJ. He had small hands, because like, I have kind of small Oh, maybe hey, The glove fits, unlike OJ. <laughs> Next, we got a, a 2015 postseason foul ball. Wow. Wow. That was from uh, I don't. That was from one of the Buckos games. I mean, did we make the wait? That might have been Detroit. Did we make the postseason in 2015? Yes, we did. Okay, then it was that year. <laughs> nice. And the last one is a Fourth uh, of July koozie from that I've not used yet that from, I bought at Target last year from the Vineyard Vine collection. That's actually sick. I love the koozie. <laughs> okay, man, you, Mike, you, you gave me some nice gifts. You put a nice Iron City icy light in that. I one. could put a nice Iron City. Iron. Iron. <laughs> um, wow, Mike, you gave me three gifts. I mean, I only got I only got this for you. I got a. I'm giving Micah. Tailor-made driver with a small crack in it. Hey, you know, I don't care about and that. And a head cover, and a matching head cover. Hopefully that crack will actually let me drive the ball, because every time we hit the links, I cannot get the ball off the tee unless I use an iron. So, I appreciate it. It, it did some good for me, Mike. That was my old driver, and I was like, Mike needs... I love golfing with Mike, because he's not the best, but I love how he tries so hard. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I got him this. I don't know how long it will last for him, because it is kind of beat up, but... Hey, as long hey, as the head doesn't fall off, I'm going to use it. You, The shaft is good, so you could replace the head with a, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah. shaft, it's a good shaft. I appreciate um, this, Jack. Was yeah, this, I don't uh, need it anymore. Was this your go-to for a while? It was. It was a used driver I bought, and and then I got a new one for my birthday. That's so, awesome. Thank yeah. you, bro. Gotta love. It's the season of giving. It is. It's the season of giving. It feels real good to give. What a season to be merry. Yes. Ho, ho, ho. And now for this week's Happy Birthday Hype Up. Jesus Christ, also known as the Messiah, or the Savior of the world, the King of the Jews, Jesus of Nazareth, God's only and begotten Son, Let's the go, Lamb Jesus. of God. Jesus, baby. We love our Lord and Savior. Happy birthday.
Jesus is what Christmas is truly about. The celebration of the birth of Christ, Mike. Christmas, baby. Christmas. Hey, Mike. It's going to be a great year. Merry Christmas, everyone. And let's have a happy new year.